What's happening, party people? I know I said we were going to be gone for a little while working on some other stuff. We're still doing that. We got some other uh, podcasts and creative endeavors happening. But this is a special opportunity, a special treat to come back on the Manifest One Empowerment Media Network to drop a a project that that I've been uh, included in. Uh, it's It's a special thing going on, and I'm really excited about it. This is a preview of a podcast that's coming out with two young men that are building their future, making their stake in the world, and putting their voice out there for good. I'm including that too. There's three of us. This is a sneak preview of an episode of our new our podcast coming up. Something relevant. We're going to talk about issues that deal that that we have to deal with in the culture. Cultural issues, black man issues, community issues, uh, issues that are funny issues, issues that are going to make you think. We're going to get our opinion out there. We're going to throw some polls out there. We're going to reach out to you. and We have big ideas, and we're working towards them. This is a long... Uh, a long podcast for uh, which always happens when, when I'm with someone else because I don't do all the talking but sit back, relax enjoy it, give me some feedback tell us how you feel so I can take back to the fellas and let them know that uh, people are listening and this is what they have to say there's much more to come from something relevant and unfortunately it won't be on well I can't say unfortunately but it won't be on the Manifest One Empowerment Media Network. It'll be uh, hosted and supported and pushed out somewhere else. But this is an opportunity to grow community, link up with other creators, and do some good things in the world. More to come. But we're building the process. When it does come out, y'all will definitely know about it. Y'all know exactly where to find it, exactly how to engage exactly when to enjoy it so for now enjoy this sneak preview of something relevant what's up everybody welcome back to something relevant or the ep to our album <laughs> we tried something great right here uh i'm davon reader i'm damien l butler i'm Corey. yeah and today we are talking about what black is the black experience right so it's this funny joke on twitter and kind of like the world we're like all black people live the same lives. Like growing up, everybody had the same life or whatever. So we're gonna put that uh that theory to the test, right? It's gonna be we gonna go a little lighthearted and we get a little serious. So starting off on Sundays, how did you wake up? How 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 was your wake up experience on Sundays? I was up early because I had to go to church. What woke you up though? My mother Cooking something, grits, breakfast before church. Sunday, let's say Sundays and Saturdays, because for me, what about you, Corey? What you got? Uh, I would wake up to my dad downstairs getting ready to clean the garage out, cut the grass, something that, something that he probably did the weekend before that. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I, that's what I was thinking because I, I I would always wake up either Saturday or Sunday, depending if we go to church, like you said. 
loud music. It might be some yeah. some yeah. Keisha Cole, some Mary J. Depending on facts, well, depending on the mood. <laughs> but we cleaning up, and you know, you know when you hear that song, like, oh man, we about to be cleaning up all morning. Yep, yep. You know that. For my mom, it was a. Uh, she she wasn't really on the music tip, but she if my mom is up and on the phone and it's like nine o'clock in the morning, I'm like, oh yeah. Like <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking about my sister. Like our, our time is our time is limited in these beds. Yeah, we, we finna. Because my mom, you need to be up. I I I'm like it, this ain't no hotel. This I I hated that. This ain't the Holiday Inn. Like bro, like it's the weekend. We need to sleep in. What was your song? Nah, it, it, it was anything. It was the spinners. I mean, my my mother. You know, I'm older than y'all, so it was that '70s, '80s classic music that we hear at cookouts now. Mm-hmm. I that was that was that was a cleanup music. I feel it. So, next one. What time do you eat dinner on Thanksgiving? Ah, uh, three between three and five. No later than five. Kid, I never understood. I'm like, bro, I'm ready. Like, what are we waiting on? I'm hungry. But we get in there, and then you know, you know when you with all your family, your mama don't even chastise you no more. It's the the my my grandma would be like, you better get your butt in there. And I'm like, yeah, come that's on, the grandma. best part of it though, because you kind of is because when when the parents have kids, the parents don't they don't matter anymore. It's all about the kids. Yeah, like when I go see my mother now, it's about well now my kids are grown, so it's coming back to me. Right, but as when they were kids, you can drop them off and disappear because. It's their time now, so I let's go. Let's go to grandma's house because when I get to go to grandma's house, I get to chill. You get to see your cousins online. You get to chill out. And the parents, that middle generation, that's their chill time. They yeah. get to play cards with their cousins and their friends. They ain't seen in a while because everybody working, living life, and all that. The kids are. I feel so good now. I can sit at the grandma table. Oh, man, I, I was telling the kids like, like my little sister, she's sixteen. I'm like, go on over there with the kids. Like you ain't, you ain't yeah. earning shit. <laughs> So it, it's a good time for everybody, the bro. It's like table. it's always something. The grown-up table is a topic of its own. It is. When last Thanksgiving, I'm at the table. I, I'm telling stories and shit. I'm like, oh, I'm here now. Like, yeah, I, you <laughs> like, I remember when. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm admitting this shit I used to do. Like, yeah. mom can't do nothing. I'm like, yeah, I like that. That's love. That's that. That's just feel like, <laughs> like okay, I made it. I'm, I'm, I'm a big dog now. You feel mm-hmm. me? Yep. Grown-up table was crazy to me because you just learned so much family trauma. You like. That's what happened. Auntie was doing what? This our cousin and our who? <laughs> but yeah. So uh, when you growing up, where where did you find? How did you find out where your friends were? I, I, this, I think uh, this was really really unique to ages. I got this. All the bikes is outside. All they the house. bikes. All the bikes. <laughs> what about you, sir? Yeah, that was typically the bikes. It was a bike. Y'all was outside with the bikes. You got to ride through. Yeah, it was either. It was, it was either bikes or, or football. So if you if you couldn't if you didn't see the bikes, go to the basketball court, mm. and then the basketball court was always next to a field. So we were either playing basketball or football. Mm. So and then most jokers rode their bikes there anyway. So okay, we had we had something like that. We did. I'm from the hood. We didn't have a basketball court. We had they tore down this house, and we used to play in a lot over there. We used to play football and stuff, but you had to be careful. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we used to play uh, manhunt and stuff all around. So oh, it's yeah. like, if you miss the manhunt start, you ain't going to find everybody yeah. until like an hour or two later. You're like, man. <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, I grew up in subdivision. So we would just spin every block, you know, where your friends is at. You ride through the whole subdivision on your bike. And of course, they got the PJs in Belleville? The PJs. Projects. 
Come on, man. man. You know what the PJs oh, is. See, I ain't, I ain't know what you were talking about at first. Uh, I ain't know what you were talking about at first. They don't talk like in the south side of yeah, Belleville. South side of Belleville, we don't, yeah. Y'all don't call yeah. it the PJs? We don't call it the PJs. <laughs> what sub you live in? That's what we say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even playing. <laughs> we be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a Walden Woods, nigga. Or that's mm. a Mission Point, nigga. I swear I'm not making this up. That's a Hickory Woods, nigga. No, that's, that's, that's how they do it yeah, on that the, side of town. Yeah, so we, you just ride through the whole subdivision, see where all the bikes. And of course, we got kickstands, but ain't nobody using the kickstands though. They're just bike, yeah, the bikes are laid out in the grass. Mm, that's crazy. Uh, so my last like, look, how do you, how what was your mom weapon of choice hmm. when you whatever she can get her hands the hand, on? Okay, when, <laughs> whatever was next to her. That's valid. My mom did have a favorite though, and now that I'm grown, my sister grown, I can say it without getting her sent to jail. Uh. A golf club. A golf club? Listen, listen, hear me out. It was bad. I was, I was, but my mom, she, oh, I don't know what I did, but one day she was looking for something, and my dad broke one of his golf clubs. Like, the actual club broke off, so it was really just a stick, and she used the rubber part. Two of those, trust me, I learned my lesson. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I learned my lesson for sure. So, let me ask y'all this. Have have you ever, what, what was the worst time you remember, like, getting a whooping or getting a beating? It just sound bad. Okay, I remember that. now. I remember why my mom used the golf club. Uh, <laughs> I did something, okay, and I pissed my mom off. And I uh, <laughs> I was feeling myself. I was getting a little older and shit. I said, you want me to go get the belt? <laughs> <laughs> you she, deserved it. And she did not like that. She said, oh, oh, okay. And she, she just went rummaging through the house, and she ended up in the garage. I didn't even realize what she was doing. She came back with that golf club and beat the shit out of me. Yeah. And then that was her weapon of choice from then. I remember that specific whooping because I thought in my head, I'm like, oh, no, nah, I'm about to call the police. Like, I'm not. I just got beat with a golf club. Yeah. If I go to school and say this tomorrow, she's going to jail. That was that was the thoughts that was in my yeah, head. Yeah, and that's, that's, and that's where everything switched. Because oh, I know, no, yeah. it's not that you do, yeah, but that's yeah. that's how we got to where we are today. And I'm, I know that's, that's not the point of the conversation. We, we, we but can, that's we can touch switched. on that. We can touch that's on that after. You, let's let's hear your story. The I was a middle kid, so I was a good kid. Uh, I didn't have a bad, <laughs> but I did. I remember one time telling my aunt to shut up. Oh, tripper. <laughs> <laughs> so we were doing like we was where, where, where we live. Nine, ten. Oh, okay, that's that's so we so my aunt. Lived upstairs in the house that we lived. My grandmother's house had uh, just a house and like a, I don't know, one floor in the basement downstairs. Is that like a ranch, right? No, it was a, I guess you can call it a duplex or whatever because they had a whole apartment upstairs. And my aunt and my uncle, my mother's brother and his wife lived upstairs. See, we call that two family flats. Yeah, do the beef. Okay. Yeah, I got you. So. And it was completely separate. Like, they can go in and out. We'd never see them. So, uh-huh. it was two doors. So, yeah, but we went out. You know, my parents went out. So, we had to go upstairs. And Mary was saying something. I was like, man, shut up, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and first name, too. And it came. It just flowed. Like, I knew what I was it, it doing. It flowed. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Shut up. So, what was the... Oh, my dad was like, oh, you said what? Go he downstairs. He was right there? No, nah, he came home and, you know, uh-huh. and the first thing That's Mary That's the did, worst. He told me to shut up. Did you? Did he? Did he talk to you like like when I get home? I'm. No, he just came home and yeah. Mary told him. Oh, so you didn't even know. I just I knew it was coming. You going about? Oh, so you you knew it's coming. So you like that? That's an awkward little period because you know it's coming, yeah. but at the same time you like I ain't I can't I gotta still have fun, but you can't have too much fun because you. 
That's crazy. Because I can remember times I'm like, I'm about to get a whooping. My mom on her way. I'm putting on extra clothes. I'm acting yep. asleep. All yeah. the, nah, the extra clothes was it for me. Beatings. I used to throw the pajama pants under the jeans. And mm-hmm. somehow, my mom, I guess she got hip or she used to do it. She'd be like, oh, hell no. Nah. Take your pants off. And if she found out I had two pairs of pants on, that's just extra licks. Oh, no. Nah. So and your dad I, came to the crib, tighten you up? And it was, it was, I was a crier as a kid anyway. So the slightest little thing, I mean, it was uh, like, I, like he was back to so the So you probably didn't need it. He probably was like, st- just a little jump. Like, you better stop. Like Nah, he, he got me. He got okay. Me. See, got my me. nephew, he... My nephew, he lived with his mom, and he don't really got, like, that presence. So, like, I can just look at him and just stop doing that. He, his feelings will get hurt, and he'll tighten up. That's good. How That's, old is he? He only six. Oh, okay. So, I probably wouldn't get older, but I, I, when we talk about this, I'll share my story. I was a runner. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my mom would have to chase me to get up, and, like, that was my idea. Like, you going to earn this. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, uh... One time, one time, I used to run, I used to hide. I remember we had this space in, bet- in our basement between the furnace and the wall, and I'd go down there and I'd hide back there. And I remember my mama, she came down there, and she couldn't find me. She could not <laughs> find me. And she like, I'll get you, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, do I leave out? Do I wait? And I waited for a minute, then I came with the stairs. Wow, wow. Oh, oh yeah. You ever got right. waking up out your sleep? Yeah. With the ass whooping? Yeah. Those the ones, bro. No, the worst ones is when she tell you, when you get that phone call, when you get home, I'm, I got you. Don't worry about it. When you get home, I got you. Whole day, you just stomach. You good. Then round three, stomach get to turning. <laughs> I'm like, but but the worst one was when, I, and I know looking back, I was wrong. I ran out the house. Oh, I ran out no. the house. You, you yeah. tried to get, her, you try to get yeah. yourself that way. Now you embarrassing me. Yeah, in front of and it got worse. And now looking back, I'm like, man, why was I doing that? But I ran out the house. I used to like run in the bathroom, like, mom, let's pray, let's pray. <laughs> like, so, I, used to, I used to, uh, my mom stopped giving a fuck after a while. I used to throw myself down the stairs. <laughs> but listen, listen, bro, listen, it's a landing, bro. So it's like you got the stairs that come this way, and then you get to the landing, and then the stairs go, down. they split. It's something that go this way, and it's something that go this way. Down. So it's only like six or seven stairs, but I throw myself down them and land on the landing. Now, mind you, I'm eight, nine, ten years old, so my body, I'm good. You know, I can do that. And I'm just laying there trying to pretend I'm dead. <laughs> and, and, like, after a while, over the years, my mom would just walk down the stairs and continue whooping my ass. Yeah. And if I fell down the stairs again, she'd just follow me down and keep, like, that stopped working after a while. Like, I was trying, I was trying to fake. I would. I never really ran. I just tried to fake, nah, like, man. she hit me too hard. I'd lay, I can't take it. And I, she didn't care. I can't breathe. I, had I can't breathe. I'm like, so, so, I mean, now being older, do you think, like, some of those whoopings were valid? Or do you think that's, like, something, like, we don't need to be doing that? Like, what's your... What's your nah, I mean, it, it's, it's, there's you a limit. Did you whoop your kids? No. Well, it's, <laughs> it's... I can't tell you the last time I had to. Because mm. I have daughters, so it's a difference Did your, did your you... wife, like, chastise them and whoop My wife is a, a talker uh, and, a, and, a, and a yeller. So Your, your wife kind of scary. She intimidating. She just she, got that look like, don't mess with her. Like, she got she, that that's, look. That's her thing. Oh. <laughs> like, but I mean, I, I've i never, we we can look at the kids and like, yeah. And then, you know, your mom do that thing with her lip, with that upper lip, and like, you know. My, my mother was a, a pincher, though. She would just come uh, up to you and grab, she had, because my mother worked with uh, um, 
what's the, what's the new term now? Cognitively, cognitively disabled, intellectually disabled adults. So they're strong and they don't understand their strength. Yeah. So if she can get your finger, I still to this day can't do it, but she do this thing with your finger and have you on your tippy toes. Yeah. And yeah. that was, so that she would, after, after we got to a point where, you know, the belt didn't matter and all that, you know, I, if I, if my mother says something, I do like this. I'm raising my you're hand. Trying to fight back. Yeah. I, like I'm not going to stand here and let you hit me. Now I'm talking back, so I'm gonna get like, yeah. like, well, my mother was. She was just in a good mood, laughing at me because I was shoveling. Because we was talking to my mother on the way here, so it's it's funny how how things just evolve. Yeah. So yeah. so did did y'all all go through that one point where at a certain age, your mama like, oh, you trying to you trying to fight back? I got to jump on you to let you know who in charge. Yeah, her mm-hmm. her her words verbatim were, um, I'm gonna start beating you like a nigga on the streets. <laughs> it was my because mom, my mom. I was fed up, so yeah. I start grabbing the belt. I start holding my mom. Once I got to that, I, all right, hold on. I'm a little strong. I start holding my mama's arms like. Oh, hell no. Nah, I ain't do that now. Like, hold on, my like, Let's talk. I did. <laughs> I put my arm out once, and I hit her in the shoulder. Ah. And we looked at each other. <laughs> Stand off. <laughs> yeah. Nah, my, my dad with my My mom ass. had that thing where she's like, I take, I brought you in this world. I'll take yeah, you out. That, that was her favorite thing in life. Man, like, why we gotta even take it that far? Like, what? my mom never I, said that because she knew I knew. My mom always just say that. Yeah, and I think like more than anything, like moms always had that thing that they have to do that to their daughter. Like when me and my mom first got into our big fight, it was like get out the house. I left. I walked to the corner on the block, and like I ain't know at the time, but my sister like as soon as you walked out, she was bawling, crying. She was like, "My baby going on." I'm like, man, all right. I'm yeah. gonna go to my boy house. I don't care. Like I'm good. That happened but, to me at uh, that happened to me at an older age. I was I was very early twenties, but I, I had that moment with my mom though, mm. and I realized she's a lot softer than she let on. I mean, but it, I don't think it's soft. I think it's like they know. I think it's the fact that that like it hurts them that you can't get it together, and that they feel like they helpless because they can't help you get yeah. it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. am I doing wrong? Like, I'm trying to help you. Why don't you see that? Uh-huh. And I think I learned that, like, like I told you, I'm in that awkward position with my, my brother and sister where I'm trying to help raise them. And, like, so many times, like, why can't you just figure this out? Like, I'm I'm trying to help you. I'm not trying to hold you back from anything. Because everybody wants to know what they know. Yeah. And then it clicks later on as an adult. Mm-hmm. It's like, my mother, would, like, she wouldn't throw herself down the steps, but my mother's always <laughs> had a bad back because messing with these, you know, disabled adults she got hurt so she would use her back as an excuse for mm-hmm. you know like she would jump on and i'd move oh my god you're gonna throw my back out so i gotta sit there and, <laughs> I, I gotta sit there and take this beating yeah. so you don't hurt your back yeah but it was like it's a Damn. matter of that's did weird leverage because i again did y'all have y'all dads did y'all dads like trying to like assume like all right i'm nah, he, he was trying to play catch up so he wasn't the like he would come and talk to me but mm-hmm. after Cause we split from New York and then we moved to DC and all that. So after that, after that move, he was like playing catch up. So he wasn't disciplinary. Uh, my dad used to whoop my ass. Not but was it as... to a point like, oh, I gotta show you, I'm your dad. I'm in charge. Well, that we did uh, that during through sports. Like you're not gonna beat me in basketball. Uh, you're not gonna do this. And like, cause but again, he's playing catch up. So yeah. he's not trying to be. He wasn't uh, there in the beginning. He was there in the beginning. Then there was a as he called them the dark days. Uh-huh. Where he was tripping, doing you know things that he was doing, and then that kind of kept him out of you know out of our lives for various reasons. Yeah. So he and my brother's relationship is real different. Was real different 
and it started to come back around. Me and him have always been halfway decent, and my he and my sister had a different relationship. And then he and my little brother, you know, every all four of us have a different relationship with. Him. Yeah. Okay. I, my um, well, my dad never really had to assert assert that that male dominance because he he had it as the breadwinner in the home, and it was like this unspoken thing. But as far as like a authoritarian and stuff like that, my mom. It, it it was obvious that my mom had that. Yeah, she was. My mom was the authoritarian in the house. I never. My dad never. He used to whoop my ass, and my mom would have him whoop my ass if she needed him to whoop my ass. But it wasn't to assert nothing. It was because I needed my ass beat by a man. Yeah. I yeah. thought I always thought that dynamic was always unique. Like the man, people like growing up, people always like the man of the house, the man of the house, but the man really don't run the house. Of course not. You don't really run that Happy house. wife, happy life is a and very I, real thing. And I'm learning that, too. Like, sometimes it's okay to just be like, yep, okay, you got it. But what did I say in the car? You did. You did. It's my what house. You, you got to let her have her way. What did you say in the car? Oh, my bad. We did just. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm gonna, Leave so me out, huh? we, <laughs> So we were just talking. It's like, this isn't. And all the time, my wife and I have been together. I don't care what color you paint the walls. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. It doesn't matter. You can make that I try decision. I to say that, but you sometimes that. it's like, well, I want your, I want your opinion. I want your input. No, I don't really she care. don't. She yeah, actually she, don't. Because soon as if you say <laughs> what color, ask me what color, I'm gonna tell you blue every time. And then you are gonna say that. That's my thing because it comes down to food. We we real quick. We gonna get off this in about thirty seconds. When it comes down to food, what you want to eat? Oh, I don't care. And then I'm like, okay, let's eat this. No, I don't, oh, I don't want that. Hey, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. My girlfriend is a foodie, so she always knows what she wants to eat. See, oh, that, I'd be that, so that, happy. But that's just things with everything. Where you want to go? Oh, I don't care. I want to. Let's go here. Oh no, I don't want to do that. Well, what? You do care. You care. That's why I'm not just like I really don't care. Like I'll go anywhere. I'll do. I'll eat whatever. Wherever you pick, I'm gonna find something for for me to eat. Like I'm cool. So like I don't know that's weird to me. But my thing is just drive. If you, if I drive, she's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I drive everywhere. I got a princess passenger. Passenger princess. Pas- passenger princess. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, we went to the store the other day, and I I was like I'm, I don't I didn't want to go to the store, but I'm gonna go with you because you want me to go, so I'm gonna go. I drove in a blizzard. You're not going to drive? No, I'm going to sit right here in the passenger seat. <laughs> I, I drove in a blizzard last night. So it's your turn now, huh? <laughs> to go buy hamburger meat, so I understand. <laughs> so I'm going to move us on to the next one. like, And this is kind of like outside um, people looking into black people, right? What they think we are and, and if we agree, right? So athletic. Do we, how y'all think when people say like, yeah, black people are athletic. Do y'all agree, disagree? Yeah, I do. You agree we are? Yeah. As a, it, it depends. As a culture, as a as a people, as a culture, um, as a people, um, the highest grossing sport in the United States of America is is ran by black people. What's that? Football. Football is the highest grossing. Mm-hmm. It's run by black. It's people. Not ran by black people. Though. Not ran. Not the organization, but as far as the well, seventy five percent of that of field, NFL players are that, black. That defensive line, that O line, your mean, wide no, you receivers. O line, more O line men. O line is probably the most diverse yeah, it's position a, yeah, in the sport. You want to talk about DBs? I, no. I seen I was talking somewhere. They don't even look at white DBs. I'm trying to think. Jason Seahorn and uh, what's the dude that joined the army? Pat know. Tillman. I don't know mm-hmm. why I was thinking about Pat Tillman today shoveling snow. <laughs> That's <laughs> Pat not Tillman was on my but those are the last two <laughs> white cornerbacks that I can remember. Yeah, dominant, but not even dominant. But prominent. they say that all the time. Like thing man, is, they though, ain't looking at white people for that spot. It's like football and basketball. Yeah, they were like track and field. 
when you look at the Olympics, the sports that require, and I, I don't want to be disrespectful when I say this, but the sports that require the most athleticism have a heavy, I'm not going to even say black, African presence. Do you think we have more, uh, like, athleticism and then people have more, like, the white people be more, like, technique sound? Yeah. It's all in how you train. I think about that in three-point shooting. Yeah, but see, now think like, about we it. We, we play shoot. basketball because we play basketball. We don't go to camps. And, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, overall, yeah. economically, we didn't have the money to go to summer camps. That's camp. changing now. It is Ain't because it's, it's so many things are changing because of you know access. Access is changing and that's good. But coming up, we just played. We yeah. we just so. But to be good, you had to be trained, and yeah. that's where and the training costs money. And in society, who has the money? White people. Yeah. What about this idea of all black people are likely to like? Not all black people, but black people are more likely to engage in like criminal behavior. That's not way where you live. That's yeah. That's absolutely an environmental factor, and you I don't so? like. I don't like that one. There's there's crime in Montana. There's crime in Idaho. <laughs> what what are they doing in Idaho? Stealing each other potatoes? <laughs> they beating up on their wives and, and oh, yeah, I mean, sm- yeah, 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 drinking yeah, yeah. Jim Beam and getting DUIs and tearing shit up. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like it's like waiting for the first month so they get the EBT card. Yeah. Now, they like don't call that, it a bridge card, but they on welfare too. It's I like that black it. on black crime uh, statement. Like it's more black on black crime than. Well, when you look in a black neighborhood, yes, it's per capita, sure, because they threw a hundred thousand black people in this small area, and they got a hundred thousand white people spread out in the yeah. next city over. They doing the same shit. Yeah, white on white crime just isn't coined. They don't that call term it white on white crime. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that that term isn't coined, but it happens all the time. Crime. Somebody shoots somebody else, and they both white. Nobody is saying that's white on white crime. But it's as soon as a black guy shoot a black guy, it, it, they they it's give black. it that. Yeah, we've domesticated the term black on black crime. Like that lives in everybody's mind. It it, it bothers me also. Like when we have like a, a black, I hate when black people say that. First off, black on black crime. It's like, bro, who's your neighbor? You it's don't live with thing. white people. Black first on off, black crime is not. It's a not thing. a thing. It's just crime. Yeah. And then I hate when the media like portray. Oh, he was a, a white man. He was just, he was lost. He was emotional disturbed. He didn't have help. This was it's his a upbringing. Spin. And black man, We're always gonna he be was a criminal. A, he was he had a record. He was in juvie before, and he did this, and he he was like it's just so much so much like the way they portray us, and it's like all right, you setting us up and painting that narrative that oh I'm, I was destined to be a criminal. Thanks. And it's it, it just bothers me so much. It's like how do you change that? We uh, have to tell our own story. But we have to make sure we we're doing everything we can to put yeah. our so highlight. That's why I like. That's that why doing. I like about podcasting so much. It's like you get a mic. Like some some of y'all black people and male are just like destroying this platform and having a podcast with with toxic views and things like that. But when you get people behind mics that's actually spitting facts and being. 100% genuine, then you got this yeah. opportunity where you can share your story and share your experiences, yeah. and it actually changes things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unlike like that one podcast, the, that group of the group of guys that be like talking about the Instagram models and stuff, I don't know what they are. Someone don't want to bring the Unfit or something like that? I Fit and Fresh? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to butcher his race, but I, it's like a, it's, a, it's a they ethnic killed dude. Me, bro. I just be yeah. looking at him like you're a loser. That's why you don't got no women. Like, and you know what? Somebody got, like somebody got to do it. 
Somebody yeah. somebody has to be that example of what not to be. It ha- they have to exist. I don't know. Do yeah. they though? Because yeah. that just bothers yeah. me. You gotta, you the gotta, they exist. They have to exist because everybody, I mean, it's just a space. Somebody has to be. But yeah. Yeah. those are the ones that get the attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's so many good way. podcasts out here that's like yeah. spitting good real facts. But yeah. So what about uh, this idea that most black people are uh, destined to be poor? Environmental. It's of course, of I, course, I that stereo. That. I don't agree with it. No, oh no, 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 no! I'm not saying that it's structural. Structural. Um, and in, in, in essence, I kind of do mean that. It's you know, um, that's two different things, though. An environmental thing is because where they dump all the black people at. Mm, that's. I mean, that's not really they, environmental. That's environmental is like the outside factor. So, like, what what do we have in our on our in our uh, city? So, for example, we Low like we don't even know we sitting by uh, a factory right here mm-hmm. that's literally polluting the the the, the uh, neighborhood over here, and then the residents be like, it smells like we're like it smells bad. We can't breathe this air, and they got some type of cahoots with um, the the state regulators who's supposed to be like making sure they are, mm-hmm. they in in uh, good standing, and they like yeah, it ain't bad. It might smell weird, but it ain't gonna ruin They're your gonna quality of life. The standards. Figures lie and liars figure. Yeah, so it's like I think it's the environment. Like, like you was about to. I'm not. I don't think it's environment, I, I but you. I think that is environment. You talk about your schools. You're talking about how there's more dispensaries and liquor stores than there is healthy food options. Like how we have McDonald's and Coney Island and um and Popeyes everywhere, Heavy but we have nowhere where it. we can exactly yeah. right. I was excited to find five dollar grapes for a bag. <laughs> I mean, that's serious. I mean, no, for yeah, real. they they. You know, you gotta have more options for because that that's polluting our brain, that's yeah. polluting our bodies, that's that's shortening our lifespan. No, definitely. Like these two bags of vegetables yeah, I just bought for seven dollars from the Eastern Market. Black so people like, that black people are destined to be poor is a is an insane stereotype, and the fact that these stereotypes I'm assuming are non-black curated. Appreciate it. Yeah. So these are right. outside. Thank you. But but I I, I will not only say. Some people think like this. Some people think that black people are poor and they black. Like, I, I'll be on TikTok and Because I'll, that's what they see. It's an ongoing joke, too. Like, just like the, the the telling the poorest stories and shit like that. It's a black Twitter topic. Yeah. Like, like you wasn't really in the trenches talking about the broken shit. Why is that shit. a thing, though? Exactly. Exactly. Like, like and, and I, I'm, I'm, I do it, too. Yeah, like, everybody do it. It's like, just, yeah, you ain't from it, Detroit. You don't know don't struggle. Why do I gotta be? The sh- shit, why do I gotta shit struggle? Hurts. Like we can we can joke about this shit, like making ramen noodle sandwiches and stuff like that. But ramen noodle but the, sandwiches is just different. Insane, bro. Insane. The thing is, when we was eating them, we was hurting. You was putting ramen noodles on bread. I personally have done that. Wow, ramen noodle. Ramen noodle. Ramen noodle sandwich. Ramen Didn't have noodle. the money. First, Raymond. First off. Sure. Raymond noodles. It's oodles of noodles. Oodles and noodles. Not of noodles. Oodles and noodles. That's that East Coast that's, shit. Oodles and that's noodles. That's, that's what it is. My, girl, so my, girlfriend, my girlfriend from New Jersey, and she said, Oh, yeah. Oodles and noodles. Meek Mill say that. Oodles yeah, and noodles. Yeah, my baby. girlfriend say that all the time. I'll be like, Girl, just, just say ramen. Please. No, they Raymond. Raymond noodles. And, no, but, I made, I made a ramen you get at the I made, restaurant now. That is not oodles and noodles. That's not where we grew ramen up. Ramen is what you get at the restaurant. Neither here nor there, right? That's enough sodium. From a pack of Raymond noodles. I used to eat them every day. Me too. My doctor told me, your blood pressure, what do you eat? 
said, I really just eat ramen noodles. I'm not gonna lie <laughs> to you. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I understand the I understand the health risks and the fact that I shouldn't be eating them. But what I will tell you they is that bang. I I keep access to them in my cabinet right now. There's for sure a twelve pack. Bro, I, had, I, I may had not touch ten, it, but I had ten in the cabinet last night. We went to the grocery store. I'm like, we gonna eat those. We need some more noodles. Like she's like, we got something. I'm like, I need some more noodles. I'm telling you, I'm gonna need them. Cause that's my go-to. If I wake up, I'm a little hungry in the middle of the night. Get the noodles going, chicken with a little hot sauce of butter. I'm going crazy. I'm going crazy off the ramen noodles. But I feel like, like, why do you have to come from that to be like, oh, now I'm successful? Because I started here, now I'm there. Because it's a hit song. I started from the bottom, now I'm here. I mean, but it's been like that before. But you ain't down, brother. Like, like, what that mean? Because every it, because it's, it comes it's, back to everybody. Your struggle is. I'm I'm better than you. It it's goes a competition. Back to the slave, to the who, who, who's the poorest it's, of them all? It's a deep rooted agenda because growing up in Belleville, this this is like this is true. Growing up in Belleville, I moved to Belleville when I was eight years old, so I comfortably say I'm from Belleville. When I have conversations about where we came from and stuff like that, people give me a handicap, and I don't quite understand that. Because you're from Belleville, yeah, I get a handicap. Like, do they looking down or up? So when it comes in, when it when we speaking in terms of where we came from and stuff like that, I'm always. Not always, but I have been on the side of the argument where it's like, hey, no, you had a head start, bro. And I'm like, where the fuck is the head start at? I'm still black at the end of the day. I'm still right where you at. You're right. But it's I not agree. it's not necessarily a hand. You agree that it's a handicap? I agree you had a head start. I didn't have a head start. I had a different place where I grew up at. I still went through very similar things. I, I, I'm, and I'm I, not taking away from your blackness, but y'all exactly. had better schools. Absolutely had better schools. As I agree a, a with head that. Start, you had better schools. You had more affluent neighbors you had a more affluent uh area to live in so when we when you we didn't have to worry about public transportation being an issue uh, see but at that's the, the thing. everybody looks at public <laughs> transportation as a problem public it's transportation not, is a, a blessing i'm i'm not saying it and i love i grew up on the bus i feel like that's how i know my city so well but i'm saying it's a issue in detroit like if you sitting outside me and my boys will end up walking home before one bus will come well, that that's the you feel me? that's the system, but yeah. you need a decent public transportation. Yeah, system. that's what I'm saying. So that's environmental. That, but but yeah, so that's what I was saying as far as like your yo yo your head start. But that's not a bad thing. Your parents never, did what they had to do to put you in a position to uh, win. Nah, nigga, I never. You know, I'm not saying this to you. I never looked at it like a bad thing. It's just yeah. I found myself on the on the losing end of a lot of arguments when it came to even the argument of blackness. It, it confused me sometimes. I tell, I, tell like, my, I didn't choose this. I would have chosen it if yeah, I had the choice, well, but I didn't choose this life. It was kind of, you know what I'm saying, the one I was brought into. I tell my girl, my, my kid's not going to know the struggle I had. Like, that's not going to happen. And, and I'm going to tell them, I'm going to teach them about it. I'm going to make them work and earn stuff, but they never going to have to worry about why the lights out, why we getting dressed in the dark, why the power out, why the oven always on. Like, I ain't, I'm yeah, not making, you know, yeah, yeah. why why you never see mom? Cause she at work, she got to work two jobs. My, my my kids not. I don't want my kids to live like that. Like, I don't care what your classmates say, what people later on say. Like, that's not a success story. Just because you that's that's not how you be successful coming from the, like the bottom. It's a it's a wonderful thing to it's hear about. It's a great about. story. Everybody loves the Cinderella story. Every time I get fired from a job, everybody wants to be yeah. Cinderella. Every and time I get fired from a job, somebody tells me Oprah got <laughs> Oprah got fired at this. Oprah got fired at twenty eight. Oprah got fired at 28. I hear that yeah, all the time. Yeah, but see, every, because everybody wants to be, everybody wants to be the best at being broke. I'm the best. At, I was the brokest, and I came, you know, I came the furthest. 
Man. A lot of success stories do start with that, though. You know, they always they always begin with how broke they were. And, I, you know, and it's like when you in that place, when you are broke or you you, you down bad and stuff like that, they always start there. But I, I go, no, 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 no. Okay, I'm broke. I'm down bad. Like, I want to hear about the process. And we don't hear about that often enough. And that's the thing that, because everybody's yeah. So, yeah. so stuck on who's the brokest. I don't yeah. care who the brokest is. I want to be how we going to get to do and, what we got to do. And you know what sucks about that? It's a black thing. Because when thing. white people talk about their stories, they always, they always begin with, oh, yeah, I started my business in my garage. They never talk about anything prior. Yeah. We stuck on that. So let me ask y'all this. Do y'all think another one? That black people as a whole are not black people. I, I'm I'm wording it like that, but it's not as a whole. Do you think that the stereotype is black people are untrustworthy? Hell no. Where does that come from? That's the thing. I, I know like a lot it. of white people I ain't fucking with no. You know, we not we not gonna we not comparing <laughs> white and black because I I agree. <laughs> I know a lot of white people that hey, you ain't face, got nothing coming face. no more. Yeah, uh, yeah but yeah. I'm yeah. saying like as a black person. Have somebody ever called you like, hey, can I borrow this money? Like, Man, I ain't giving No, I know you ain't giving When you get out your car and see somebody at the gas station, you, hold on now. When you, when you, like, do you always like, hold on, let me, somebody like, oh, this going for this price, this the amount, and you like, hold on, how much is this? Is this real? Like, that. those are All things. Right. Those All are right, things. I got to bring the same word back up, environmental. That's the people that you have around calling your phone, and that's the gas station you chose to pull up to. But do you okay? So you feel like there's more people that you trust than than you don't trust, huh? If you meet a random black person, like, hey, I want to do this for you. I'm gonna help you do this. I'm gonna do this. Like, what, what's the first thing coming to your mind? I want to see what you've done before. Mm, it's something to this because there's there's a habit. You know what I'm saying? It's something to this. You want to see, so you don't trust them. I don't trust, but that it's not about. It's, it's just just <laughs> because people. you say you can doesn't mean you it's can. It's people. It's people. Just people. Okay. Okay. I, okay. I feel it. I feel I mean, it. I, I'm telling you, it's just this people I, that I know. I can think of a hundred white people I don't trust right now. How many black people can you think of? Ooh, but that's not the point. <laughs> that's <laughs> not the point. That's environmental. Who do you know I'm more? black. You, you know, know more. Black I know more black people than anybody no, else. I feel it. Yeah. I feel it. I feel it. I, and I, I, I agree. It's more. It's not a black thing. It's a people thing. Cause I oftentimes be like, oh, I gotta do research on everybody. What What do you want out of me? Like you offering to help me? What you mm-hmm. mean? There's an ulterior motive here. Exactly, Who are you? Exactly. What about the idea of loud, being loud and aggressive? That's a survival tactic. What? That's survival. What? That's a survival tactic. Because you you, it's in terms of biology. Yeah. Okay, that's that's a survival tactic. I mean, either you're gonna run and hide, or you're gonna stand and fight. It's it's um, we got some some voices on us. I don't uh, agree. Loud and aggressive is a really bad stereotype, though, yeah. because the the word aggressive. When I hear non-black say the word aggressive, it does kind of trigger me. I'm not. Well, then you get the angry black man. I think no, I don't think about angry black man. I think about the angry black. Yeah, woman. the angry black man and the angry black woman agenda. I think about the woman. Yeah, but that's that's all. Everything, every piece of popular vernacular comes from a black woman. I agree. Like we talked so about, so all last, that loud and ang- loud and aggressive. That's what a gay white man says. So yeah. how it's, it's not it's not loud and aggressive when the gay white man does it, but it's loud and aggressive when the straight black woman does it. She's telling you back up off me. Stop stealing from me. Stop taking my my culture and and you know co-opting for your own and making it something else. 
You got to be like, stop it. Stop with the bullshit. Y'all, y'all on something else right now. Yeah. It's, it's no. It's, it, all that is, is is semantics, and it matters who who says it. Was it from but still, you? You got to fight. Was I'm it a, from you that I? Was it you that said uh, last week that uh, gay white men don't do anything but act like black women? They do. Yeah. I, was I that you that said that, that last week? Yeah. Okay. I agree with I that. A lot of the 90s culture, you can see black women like Baps is Every, a perfect yes example. Yes, Queen. Yeah, for sure. Baps. Yes, yes, hell Queen. Yeah. Hell where, did yeah. it, where did that come from? Where did Yes, black Queen women. come But everybody's still from black women. It's like so much. Like they don't have anybody like standing up for them like as a collective. Right. So you, that's why you got to fight. You got to stand up and you got to get... We go and you say biologically. So I and I'm and I don't want this to sound the wrong way, but biologically in in the animal kingdom, when animals get ready to, to do their thing, they get bigger. Puffer fish get bigger. Peacocks spread their thing. When they're trying uh, to show yeah. off and do their thing, they get bigger. You, okay. They get louder. Okay, if you like gotta that. fight. You you gotta show yourself yeah. where you are. Back up. Stop. Hey hey. Hey, class, I need y'all to settle that. Hey, shut up in here. Everybody can, why, why you got to be left? It's everywhere. You got to yeah. make your presence known. I feel it. I quiet, feel it. And it, you know, the quiet, docile person gets walked over. Yeah, you get yeah. walked over for sure. Or your ideas get stolen. Yeah. You don't get your credit, things like that. Yeah. I, I agree, though. But I also, I the reason why I like a good, aggressive and loud black, like, no black woman can handle customer service representatives. Like no, no, I'm sorry. Nobody can handle customer service representative like a black woman. You ever have a problem with anything? That black woman gonna come in there. And she ain't gonna that's yell. True. And that's why Karens the- act the way they do because they see black women mm-hmm. do it and get away with it. Man, and Karens can't do it because have- they cry too much. <laughs> I don't. I had to call my grandmas, my aunties. Like, listen, they won't. Can you call them? Get back! I got credits. I got this off. I'm like, whoa, yeah, okay. Yeah, black women know how to they get them together. Yeah. They gonna tie you. Let me get you together real fast. Come here. Come over here. Come over. I mm-hmm. can remember so many of my teachers like, come here, come here, Rita. Let me get you together real quick. And I'm like, all right. Part yeah. of it is nurture too. Yeah. Because but you to to nurture and take care of somebody, you got to be able to protect them. That's unique. And protection has to be, you know, it, it has to have a presence. And loud and aggressive makes it, you know people know you're there. Yeah, that's unique. I respect that. All right, we got one more. Um, so how do y'all feel about when it comes to black and it says that we are lazy or uneducated? That's another stereotype that doesn't exist. Do you think as a whole our people are trying as much as they can? I think people are frustrated a lot of times and, and the environment that they're in kind of predicts where they're going to go. You just said a lot. Um <laughs> No, you just asked a lot. You just asked a lot. Two different. It's two different questions in one, though. Can you break it down it? if you want? So, you, yeah. so the stereotype is that black people are uneducated and lazy, right? So, do you think our people are really like trying hard enough, or actually um, putting, you know, putting putting energy or effort into being better? So, like yes. those people who own who who own, uh, and this this is an argument you hear all the time. The people on welfare, they're not trying to get off welfare. Yeah, but you gotta think. Like, I know a guy that went viral. Because he said, "Who me?" Huh? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> he he went. So this guy, we might know. Him. He said that his stepfather had a certain attitude about him going to college. He graduated college, then he went back to get a master's degree, and in the process of him going graduating college, in between a master's degree, he took a group of kids to a uh, uh, that had never been to a championship to a track championship and won. Dang, you remember that? All those processes, that's not laziness. That's not uneducated. 
And education doesn't always is not always about a degree, but the process that you've gone through from where you began to where you've gone, and then the people you brought with you. Yeah. That makes a difference. I think that's something we learning in the world now that like it's stuff outside of book smarts. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm glad you just said yeah. that because that's that that first question about being lazy and educated. That question pissed me off for one. I don't know why. Just, no, 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 not you, not you, not you, not you. I, the reason why why are those be, being used in the same sentence? And then the second question I have is, what is the definition of uneducated? When they say educated, are they speaking on paper? Are they speaking knowledge? What what exactly are they speaking? Because I got I could go two routes with that. Yeah. Black people are uneducated statistically, sure, sure. In the in the sure. traditional sense, in the classroom, untrue. In the classroom, the high, who are the the highest rate of black women? Post, okay, it don't matter what you finish the sentence with. It's black women, probably so. It is, yeah, for sure. Like I, I think about ninety percent. The of highest women. educated group yeah. of, of women is it in America or the world? I can't remember, but the yeah. the highest is black women. So that's because black the, women be because they I feel doing, like, they I feel doing like the thing. The the '90s, the crack epidemic and slavery, they try to like break the black family up, but it just showed the how strong broke the black family up. Yeah. But it just showed yeah, yeah, how yeah, strong yeah. that black women are. Yeah, and oh, it yeah. sucks black. that that had to be the case, but like it's showing like okay, we still gonna make some, we about to make shit shake, and I and I that's one thing I always try to take away from my mom like. She always made something happen. Like when I know she ain't happy, she made something happen. And, like black women do Facts. that. Yeah. Facts. I, I don't think, think that. I don't think that. Um, on paper education, I, I hate that that gets used as leverage in any conversation. For one, because it's a lot of people out here that are way smarter than anybody I know with pieces of paper. Yeah. Know a lot more. Been yeah. through a lot more. Can take you through a lot more. Can get you a lot more without a, a paper that says they're educated. Yeah. And then the lazy thing, everybody's lazy. The definition of, of lazy is just the unwillingness to do something. I don't know why that gets associated with blackness at all. And then the welfare argument is is really stupid to me because uh, no, no, hear me out. The Corey people that the, the, people, the people that righteous the rightfully, you know, go get their assistance, their welfare and stuff like that, they're getting it because they need it. Because they don't have the funds if the government truly looked into their bank accounts and all the stuff they have access. They didn't have the funds to be able to get food and get everything else that they need. Yeah. Why the hell would you want to get off of welfare? I don't think it's a laziness thing because I know people on welfare still working their ass off. Yeah. But they got it because it's just not enough. Yeah. And that goes back to my favorite word of the day, which is environmental. <laughs> you throw somebody in the projects, they doing their best. Yeah. They can't get out of there because they're not making enough. Which goes to the minimum yeah. wage argument. Like, okay, if they on welfare, fuck you for even making the argument that they lazy. Yeah. They on welfare because they needed it. Well, Anybody I know that's on welfare to an extent, even if they won't come right out and say it, they needed it. Yeah. I'll say, so I'll say to your point like this. Uh, one, I don't think we can ever be titled as lazy. We built this country. Thank you. We built it. Facts. Even when y'all didn't give us nothing, we was buried clothes, we were overworked, we built the country, right? Two, if if you want to take the the argument of uneducated, y'all didn't even y'all not even properly giving us the opportunity to be educated. Thank you. We weren't even allowed to be in a lot of these schools and get that same treatment. So like, are you judging us on the scale that we not even being fairly have access to? Thank you. And I think <laughs> no, you make the point. And I think even with that disadvantage, we still like show up, do things, create things, event things like. Things that without if you take the black people out of this country, the country's gonna fall apart. It'll be culturalist. It will be 
it, it just will be nothing. It will still be like a, it would be so far behind. And like it, it's just crazy if you think about it. And then <laughs> excuse me, when it comes to the um the uh the welfare thing, it's like people welfare is so structured where you have to stay on welfare. If I get a job and I make a hundred dollars more, I'm at a welfare cliff where like I'm going to lose my benefits, but I'm not making enough money to cover what the benefits is taking care exactly. of. So I'm going to stay in this spot. Granted, we do got some people that take advantage of it, but it's not just black people that take advantage of it. It's white people as well. Idaho and, and Montana have a welfare system too. That's So yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, so like if you want people to get off of welfare, you have to care for the whole people and the whole person and give them opportunities. And even when they doing better, you don't, you don't like punish them by taking away benefits. You've got to, Ease them off, right? Ease them off of it. And then that leads me to my last thing. If you could tell your young self one thing about being black or being embracing you and who you are, what would it be? And if you had to ask your older self one thing about the culture or black and what black is, what would it be? Well, for me, I would tell my young black self, keep dreaming. You can do it. Keep doing it. Keep going. Keep going. You want to do that too? Okay. You only see white people doing it? Do it. Yeah. When I got here in 2014, I ran into a group of young cadets, you know, group of college students aspiring to be Army uh, officers. And some of them had never seen a black officer before. 2014. Yeah. It blew the, my mind. What's the number? Less than, what's the percentage on black officers? 10%. Oh. I mean, that's, that's. Still low though. But that's society. We're only twelve percent of the American cult. I mean, American mm-hmm. uh, the number, whatever. I can't even get the word. I, I, know I thought it was one percent. Whoa! No, one no, percent is how many people serve. Oh, okay. So okay. in the in the military, we're less than uh, one tenth of a percent. Yeah. Of society, of black officers. Okay, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah. Less than one tenth. So we, when you look, when you take the, the you know bigger picture. bigger picture, but that's just the nature of that. I mean, that's environment too, because a lot of people talking about the, the army's in the place for a black man. Uh, it's not to me. Huh? I don't think it is. Uh, we can talk about it later. It depends. We can talk about it. We'll, we'll put that on the to-do so, list. Yeah, but keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Just because it's okay to be the first. Yes, it's going to be hard. Yeah. But when you get there, you realize, oh, snap, I'm not the only one. Yeah. And you're not, you may be the first one in your block, but you're not the only one ever. I feel like yeah. So keep going and, and build the competition. I mean, build the, comp- build the relationships and, and, and do what you got to do. Older self, enjoy what the hell you just did. Because, nigga, you did it. <laughs> nigga, please. <laughs> What's that one for? Go ahead, Corey. Um, can you repeat the question? I'm sorry. So, if you had to tell your younger self something about being black or what black is and just your culture, what would you tell them? And then, if you had to ask your older self about what black is and what the culture is and how to navigate it, what would you ask? Okay, I'll tell my younger self that being black is a, a superpower no matter what yeah. anybody tells you. It's a superpower. Um, I was out there doing that for a month. <laughs> you funny. <laughs> I think uh, if I could, you know, this sidebar, if I could choose to be any other race. Would you choose I, to be white? No, I wouldn't choose to be anything else. Would you, if we, you could wake I, up and be white, I'm, would you choose? I, and if we, had, we had that question in a class when I was in college. And for what I wanted to do, it would be easier if I was a white man. Of course. But would you choose to be white? But I no, I would not. Uh, if we it's a superpower. I woke we, up we tomorrow white. Too much. I would be pissed. Pissed off. Yeah, your credit would probably be like a hundred points no. better. Like first of all, 
<laughs> my mother is funny. My mother is just funny. I, I enjoy talking to her a lot of, because she just because she was talking about, oh, did y'all get out snow days? Well, I don't get off snow days. Snow when they close the building. I still got to work. Yeah. yeah, you know. She's like, oh, I forgot my, my my baby is the the. <laughs> what did she say? She didn't say the H and I C. She I can't what she said, but it wasn't something I can repeat. But the fact that oh, I'm and yeah. I'm in an executive position, yeah. making executive You're decisions, important. and I don't know about that, but I'm in a position that makes decisions. You ain't important, black and, man. And, and the, the the best part about it is that when the superintendent introduced me, she made a point to let everybody know we hiring a black man. That's it. I was like, all right, Corey. We interrupt your reflection. So, what would you tell your mm-hmm. older self, or what would you ask your older self? Uh, well, I didn't even tell you. But I tell my young. Well, finish. Doctor said, "Superman, about. superpower." No, nah, well, that I would start with that uh, because I I didn't always believe that you know, I, but. Uh, I would tell my younger self that um, you're living in a country that has a system that is built against you. So you do have to work twice as hard. And there's no way around that, so just do it. Um, And then my older self, what I would ask my older self is a question that I pretty much know the answer to. Um, Does it get any better for us as black people? Um, I would ask myself that just to see the answer, you know. and what was the last one? That was it. Oh, that was it? Yeah. yeah. Older self, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, so um, for me, it would be kind of similar to you, sir. Like, just do it. Like, there's other people, like, that don't look like you. You don't, they're going to make you feel like you don't supposed to be there. But you're supposed to be there. And also, like, what you're doing is opening up the seat for the next person, right? To me, that's a big deal for me. Like, I'm not just trying to do my my thing and get successful and then like oh I made I'm good I'm always pulling the next door open like I'm always pulling the next seat open I'm always making sure I'm pulling the next person up I'm grabbing on you coming with me come on bro like that's that's what I want my legacy to be so like do it because you being an example for somebody else that look like you who don't believe they can do it even though you can because like I, I'm just like I don't care what nobody say I'm I got this right here and I'm going to get that I don't care what nobody say so everybody not like that and somebody who looks like you need that so keep going doing what you're doing and then um for my older self similar to Corey, i want to know is it all worth it like like i yesterday I, I was going to work i'm like bro i'm tired of fighting the same fights like the same exact fights over and over I'm talking to one of my residents and she like yeah i've been fighting on this social issue since the 70s and i'm like aren't you tired aren't you tired like she was saying like as an aha moment to one up me but i'm like you not tired yet? Like, where? Have, what have you got? Why is it still a fight? Why are we still fighting this? And that's what I'm scared of. Like, do I get 70 and I'm still fighting the same fight? Like, I ain't saying I'm about to quit. But I'm just saying, like, is it the same fight? Like, do we ever win? <laughs> like, when do we ever see, like, change? When you make it. Uh, when you create, the, you create an environment for people to come into. Do, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Because it, it, it looks good. We got a lot of work to do. So I, I don't think that, you know, in the life expectancy of a human, you know, I don't I don't think that we're going to see the full change that we want to see because the truth be told, we're still recovering from slavery. Yeah. You like think our we kids going to see it or our kids? Our kids, kids are definitely going to see it and our, kid, kid, our kids' kids are going to see it. We are in a system that was literally built. They didn't look at us as humans. They looked yeah. at us as animals. That's a lot of recovery that 400 yeah. years, I don't think no, it has that. done 
We still got a lot more work to do. The fact that we're talking about a fight, if we were all white, that we're not talking a about thing, a fight yeah. at it? all. There is no fight. I would say since you already talking, Corey, what's something you got going on that you want people to check out or just? Man, just go check out my social media, man. Uh, I, I'm a content creator. I always want people to watch my content. Just watch it. Just follow my journey because it's been a long one and I got a long way to go. What you got, sir? Yeah. I got a lot of stuff in the past. Somebody, you know, content, creating content is hard. Yeah. You know, and, it's, it, and it's sometimes you feel like you're just doing it and you put it out there. But oftentimes with content, it, it ages. And if it's good, it's going to last. Mm-hmm. Somebody came up to me and said, oh, you know, we were getting ready to go to a business meeting. I was like, oh, I looked you up on LinkedIn. And, you know, I looked at your videos and all that kind of stuff. So Google me. Find me. You know, go to go to the social media. Pizza Lacks Leadership is where I have my most fun. But, you know, Instagram. But I'm just. What do you mean by that? What? Have your most fun. That's where most of my stuff goes. Like all the goofy stuff I'm doing. Is, all the serious stuff is on, you know, the Manifest One. But I'm just having fun, having a good time. You know, lacrosse season's about to start. We got some new ideas, trying to get some things. So I'm just having fun right now. But, yeah. I mean, if there's anything I have going on, it's what I've done in the past. So go check me out. Get my views up. Let me know how you feel. Help me create some more content for the future. I feel that. And my thing is just stay tuned. Like, we, we got some heat coming. We... We getting this consistency down. We about to be just stay tuned. Stay tuned. Just be ready to uh support when you can. Uh appreciate y'all till next time. We out of here, y'all. Peace. That was fun.